Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Friday, March 18th already. Wow. 2022. I'm 27. What's going on? How are you? What's happening? My name is Quinn and this is my show. Welcome to a really a mishmash, mosh pit matchup of, uh, boy, we got the birthday podcast. It's kind of that. I've just found a piece of a chip in the couch, so there's that. Uh, we got March Madness going on the screen right now. It's very confusing because it's Virginia Tech versus Texas, and they're both orange. And my stream uh, is doing some like time traveling sort of thing where it will go in the future and then kind of come back to the past. And I think I saw Michael J. Fox in the stands, which checks out. But yeah, we're uh, we're coming to you live. It's the, boy, I tell you what, there has been so much that has happened. Now they got John Batista in a pink suit dancing, and we're back to the game. Wow, this is crazy. I got it on mute, so I don't know. Um, it's got to just be a stream issue. Oh, there's a Purdue game, which happened about three hours ago. So there's a lot happening on my television screen right now. But there's been a lot that's happened in uh, just in the world. In the sort of Beantown cinematic universe, if you will, since we last came to you live. I mean, first things first, St. Patrick, or uh, actually last Friday night, we saw the Batman. That, that honestly feels like two weeks ago, but it's only been one week. It's crazy. A lot of time traveling on today's Beantown. Um, we saw the Batman, which if you didn't know, is a it's a, a new Batman movie sort of a new universe although i think that they're they're basically saying that like it's confusing because this batman is going to be in the same universe as like the uh um uh, like aquaman which she's had one movie and i think he has a second one coming out and like the flash which is a television show i think on the cw or something it's very confusing but the really tough thing to understand about just the universe you don't need to know anything about it to understand the movie, which is great. But the, like the previous Batman, Ben Affleck, was also in the same universe as like Aquaman and the Henry Cavill Superman, and you know, like Man of Steel. I think was the first movie in that whole thing, and like Wonder Woman, I think is in there as well. And there, in fact, there was a movie. I think Justice League had like the Ben Affleck Batman, right? And um, it, and this and the older uh the so benefic batman and like aquaman but now it's the same aquaman but this batman is the same universe but it's a different batman so there's been two batmans in this universe but those batmans are in not are are different universes so <laughs> i would love to see the transcript on the last 30 seconds of this show all you need to know you don't need to give a crap about universes and alternate timelines to enjoy this movie and i'll mention that uh, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to this show number one we'll occasionally use some language number two this podcast is objectively terrible god this stream this stream sucks it's literally i i can't even begin to uh, describe how um i i haven't been doing a I, i've had to struggle the last two days with finding uh reliable streams and some it's hard to know always what the issue is because my internet wasn't good yesterday because I was like trying to do things on my other computer and the internet was really weak. And um, but now it's just I'm just getting streams that are like jumping all over the place. The responsible thing to do would be to um, just not. Um, record while i'm trying to do this but in fact that's what we're gonna have to do that's how bad it is i'll be right back god that was excruciating um okay so we gotta we but we have a better stream going but it's when we're going to talk about this in a second but my march madness uh well i we'll, we'll get there i'm jumping all over the place batman was good to go back to March Madness, what I was going to say like at the beginning of the show is that Virginia Tech and Texas are playing. That's the game I'm watching right now. And it was very confusing when I first tuned in because Texas is wearing white and Virginia Tech is wearing orange. And I don't know about you, man, but usually when I see orange on the screen, I'm thinking Longhorns. I guess it's more like a brown, but hey, when you're this far away, 
I don't have a 4K, you know, LTE, high def 5G kind of TV. So got mixed up. Uh, Batman's Robert Pattinson. I thought he was really solid. Jeffrey Wright plays Jim Gordon. Paul Dano as the Riddler. Uh, what's his name? The Irish guy. Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Apparently it took him four hours a day to get into his prosthetics and makeup, which makes sense. Uh, Zoe Kravitz plays Catwoman. She was fine. I wouldn't say it, it wasn't bad. The Catwoman, I think it's so like easy to go into cringe territory for a variety of reasons. I mean, there's the obvious uh, Halle Berry interpretation. And uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is iconic. But then, like, the whole Anne Hathaway thing in Dark Knight Rises, I just feel like it didn't love it when it happened. And it just, like, doesn't, I don't know, it just feels so, like, not interesting to me. That casting choice didn't make sense at the time. You know, 10 years later, it still doesn't feel right. So I thought Zoe Kravitz was fine. It was good. It's it's about three hours. It's uh, It's a long one. You're in it for the long haul. But... The uh, action is really well done. I thought that uh, I like. I pretty much loved every aspect of it. The acting. I thought the storyline was good. My only, my two main comments or criticism, I guess, criticisms, and I still really enjoyed this movie. Great, uh, great sound editing as well. The thing, I, two things I didn't love. One, the plot feels a little derivative of the Dark Knight, which is just like a very obvious thing that, a very like clear intentional choice that they made to almost copy the plot of the dark knight to a certain extent uh i mean basically just like the whole riddler uh his what he does on screen um is similar to what the joker does in uh the dark knight paul dano has much less screen time and like is is super scary but not quite as like central to just the overall like movie if you will but what he what the hoops that he's got like batman jumping through and like the you know bad things he's doing throughout the movie are pretty much the exact same as like what the joker was doing to an extent and then so that's one criticism because it just feels like hey this is the greatest you're copying off the greatest batman movie of all time like maybe try to mix it up a little bit and then the other thing is and i can't really talk about this without spoiling the movie and i know it's only been out for what two weeks at this point so I don't want to do it, but the very end of the movie is still good. It's not like, oh, God, this whole movie was great and the ending sucked, but it just it felt like a little anticlimactic, if you will, and it stretched out for you know a little bit longer for what I felt was like not as great of a payoff. And there's a very it's very derivative of The Dark Knight, a very small detail, but right at the very end as well. And it's just like, okay, like this is the exact same thing you guys just did. So. It was still good. I loved it. You should absolutely go see it. And I really do think, like, if you get the chance to see it at some point on a big screen in a theater, I know movies are totally taxed these days, but, I mean, you're. I think you're going to really enjoy it, especially, like, the, the car chase scene. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was probably the most realistic, like, car chase I've ever seen because they're, like, it's not like they're, you know... In like in the Dark Knight Rises, you know the streets are empty, and Batman's riding his tra- or riding his motorbike through Millennium's South Shore Station, and it's just like, where are all the people in the cars? This one's the exact opposite. It's like, hey, if you want this to be Chicago or New York or Pittsburgh or whatever you want it to be, but mainly Chicago, New York, like there's going to be traffic. Okay, so I'm glad we got a. Glad we got a movie that the Illinois Department of Transportation could really shine in. Okay, so we saw the Batman, and I mean, this is just like, we're just going recap on today's episode, because there's so much to talk about, each with their own, you know, flavors and moments. The next day was St. Paddy's Day. It was cold as balls here, man. Not like, I mean, we've had, I've had cold St. Patrick's Day experiences, but when I say that, I'm talking about like, Oh, it's it's not a pleasant spring day in the you know high 40s, low 50s. It's like around 30 degrees. This took it to the next level. 
It was, uh, I mean, the actual temperature, I think, all day was about, like, 10 to 15 or so. Like, legitimately winter, you know, like a cold winter day. With the feels like, it wasn't, you know, overly windy or anything like that. But the feels like, you know, being around zero. And it was just one of those days where there's just, like, so much excitement and joy in the air where you try to just, like, forget about it. And, you know, usually it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But it was a it was a hell of a day. I mean, I think this was probably like my biggest St. Patrick's Day, honestly, in terms of just like all the things that I did and the boxes I checked off. Because I've I've had St. Patrick's Day f- days in the past where I've drank a lot more for sure, like no question. TBT to my uh, let's see my senior year of college when I bought a four loco from Seven uh, Eleven, the first and last four loco I've ever had in my life. My friend told me that you had to mix it with uh, vodka, tequila. I honestly don't really remember. But we did. And uh, I lasted like three hours at a house party and then walked home the longest mile of my life. Excuse me. Just stumbling. If ever there was a stumble and a bumble, I was doing it. This year it was I, it was not as bad, but it was it was a fun day. It was a complete day. I woke up uh, early ish. I went out for a run at like nine a.m., which is not early, but you know, you got a big day ahead of you. You got to pace yourself. Oh gosh, Texas just hit a three pointer. They're up twelve. Virginia Tech is in big trouble. They were a popular sleeper pick because they won the ACC tournament. We're gonna get to March Madness in a second, but. Boy, my, my bracket, like, right now in the instant, it's 5 p.m. on Friday, 5.30 p.m. on Friday. It, it is uh, starting to go up in flames. It's not good. I, I had a strong first day minus, obviously, Kentucky. But I'm, like, all for all the great, like, sneaky picks I made yesterday, those are all just coming, coming crashing down today. Rats. So... Go for the run, St. Patty's Day. Go out for like five, five and a half miles. It's a nice run. It's cold. My eyelashes are freezing together, but it's fun, you know. Some other people out there that early. You see some people doing the, you know, day drinking already, but for the most part, it's still relatively quiet. So I get home, make a big breakfast, and I start 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 with the uh, Bud Light seltzers, the the holiday edition. I think we talked about that last week on the show. Not good at all. So I have one with breakfast. Nothing better than a, you know, sugar plum flavored Bud Light seltzer along with your eggs and hash browns. That's a that's a St. Patrick's Day tradition right there. I take one into the shower with me. That's good stuff too. And I got I have one little glass of uh, of uh, Scotch bourbon. No, it's Jack Daniels or no Jim Beam rather. It's Jim Beam. Uh, you know, just kind of getting getting loosened up and also honestly like i know this is a common trope but when it is that cold out it's nice to like feel a little bit of that fire in your bones so i fill up my flask and i actually had it from the night before because i took it to see the batman but we ended up porking out on uh soda pop and popcorn or mostly i did um and candy i i had it all the uh there wasn't any semblance of uh healthy eating last weekend until sunday when i Barely could eat anything, but um, so I go uh, go downtown. It was kind of a unique thing because I was meeting up with a coworker who's new to Chicago and actually had to work to give a tour to a person, and so we were just going to meet up, do like some touristy things downtown, and then you know maybe get a drink, whatever, be done by like two p.m. three p.m. Come back up here uh, and and see some other friends. So that was the plan. That's basically what what, what we did. Uh, and met up actually with some other, with another coworker. So, you know, it was fun. It's only five of us in our office. So three, three, three fifths, not bad. Uh, we had a drink and saw the river, snapped some pics, all that good stuff. And then I, uh, this must've been like two o'clock or so took the train back up to, uh, took the red line, a very crowded red line, but I survived up to Lincoln park, did the classic thing. I've done this like I feel like five times already in my uh, in my twenties, where you go to Kelly's. It's just like what my college friends like to do. 
I try to go. So they're, they're all there before me. They're like, we're out in the back, which is where we always are. Usually there's a big tent. They didn't have it this year. I don't know why. They really could have used it. It was, it was very cold. So, hey, uh, you know, there's a small line to get, you know, out the door. I'm like third in line when I show up. It's not crazy. And the bouncer is just like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm here to, you know, see my friends there at the back patio. And he's like, oh, no, back patio is closed today. And I was like, really? Because they just texted me a picture. They're standing outside in the back. And he was like, oh, no, sorry. And I was just like, okay. So now I'm thinking like, well, I'm not going to stand here, you know, four or five drinks in. And not that I I wasn't even drunk at that point. I was just feeling like fine, excited to see my friends. And I I wasn't going to stand there like argue with a bouncer. I'm not an argumentative type of person. So I kind of walk off to the side because he just wasn't going to let me in. I was like, okay. So I text my friends and I'm like, hey, they, he said his clothes. And they're like, no, we're back here. They send me a picture. And so you literally just like walk around the side of the bar. And I see my friends standing back there. And it's just like a gate, hip level, open it up, walk in. And uh, that's how I got into the Kelly's back patio. So super cold, had one beer back there, a very taxed uh, Bud Light in a green aluminum can. I think that's the second time I've used taxed today. That's something I've got from, uh, that's just like lingo I've got from Rachel. She uses that to refer to anything that's expensive. Uh, so when you hear me say something is taxed, that's what it means. The Beantown translator for you. And we hang out there for a little bit. And then eventually we go up to, uh, gosh, must have gone to what, Lincoln Station. I think we were trying to go somewhere else just north of there between Fullerton and Diversity, but I don't don't even recall the name of that place. It was just very cold. There was a long line. So we're like, hey, we can just go to Lincoln Station. It must have been an Irish bar specifically. Irish Eyes, is that a thing? I'm not sure. So we go to Lincoln Station. It's a cl- another classic DePaul spot. And uh, just had like one more uh, green beer at that place too. So at this point, I wasn't even... And I just I just mentioned this, but I wasn't drunk because I'd had you know the two Bud Lights in the morning, a glass of whiskey. I had been nursing my flask, which was kind of like keeping me buzzed, but not like crazy drunk or anything. And then two Bud Lights, basically, uh, between, or I had a third beer at the brewery as well. So three beers from like one p.m. to like four p.m. probably one an hour on average. Um, plus, plus the flask, plus my base. So that's a lot of drinking, sure, but not like taking shots, going crazy in a one hour period. So at that point, Rachel had gotten back from her uh, bridal shower. She'd been out of town doing that. And, uh, oh gosh, Texas going in for the slam. They're up by 15 with eight minutes left. Yikes. Yikes. Major yikes. Um, Gosh, in Alabama, who I picked to win their game, I had well. The reason I'm watching this game is because I turned off the Alabama game. They're down by double digits. This is uh, not good. Um, so at that point, I go home and I'm just kind of like uh, waiting out to to see what the plan is with Rachel and her friends. And here's where I made my probably my biggest mistake of the night. I was feeling like I wasn't quite sure what I was doing just like with my time because I wanted to go home and like charge up my phone a little bit. But I was like, I, I want to keep the, the drinks going, but I wasn't feeling whiskey. Definitely wasn't feeling a but holiday Bud Light seltzer. And so I pop into the, uh, or when I say wasn't feeling whiskey, I mean drinking it straight, like on the rocks. So I pop into uh, the CV or the Walgreens across the street from my apartment and get a 20-ounce of Diet Coke. And so I have a, 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 a St. Patrick's tradition, a Diet Coke and whiskey. Diet Coke, Diet Whiskey Coke, if you will. Diet Whiskey. <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they had in the leaner times during the potato famine out there in the 1840s in Dublin. So I, I had I must have drank that pretty quickly because at this point like my my um, concept of time is starting to wane and this would have been a great part in the day to like eat a little something but it didn't I think oh no I that's not true I had some chips I know because I literally finished them today and I hadn't had them 
since Saturday, and there were like two chips left in the bag, and I was like, gosh, I had a lot. So I had a lot of chips. Take the bus out uh, to see Rachel and, and, their, and that group and all that stuff, and then, gosh, I at that point, like, because I'd, I'd had that Diet Whiskey Coke too fast, and that's like a lot. That's a decent amount of alcohol, um, you know, probably like two to three shots worth of whiskey. So drinking that pretty quickly is like, oof, okay. So by the time I get off the bus, that's when I really start feeling it. And uh, we just hung out at an apartment uh, there for a little bit. And we must I must have been drinking something there, but I'm not quite sure. And then we went to a bar back around here. And apparently at, at one point there was a, a Jaeger bomb, which is a some sort of mixed beverage. I don't know. And then went back to Rachel's apartment. The party was still going and uh, polished off a couple more champagne flutes. Uh, probably had a, a press, which is a type of cider or uh, seltzer. So started the day with seltzer, ended the day with seltzer, and then just took it took me a long time to you know finally feel back to normal. I was fortunate, you know, like hangover wise, that it wasn't it wasn't crazy in that like I never had a bad headache or anything. I was fortunate. I was just a little dehydrated, and it took the biggest thing. For me, it was it just took my stomach a couple of days to get back to normal. I was still eating, like it took me a while to eat on Sunday. But then I had a you know had some Chipotle and I ate like normal the rest of the week. But it wasn't until you know probably Wednesday where I felt like okay, I think I think I'm in good shape now. So it was just it was a long recovery time. But I mean, we went till we partied until daylight savings time, man. Because I remember looking at the clock. When I was going to bed, it was 3 a.m., and I was like, gosh, I really don't feel like I stayed up till 3 a.m. Turns out I didn't. It was 2 a.m., and the clocks jumped ahead, which is going to be my next uh, point of order here. Daylight savings time. This might be the last time we ever have to change the clocks. So I got that Senate bill passed. Just got to get it through the House and go to Biden's desk. I will say, as I've gotten older, and this year is no exception, or this week is no exception, um, when the clocks go forward in the spring, that that gets tougher for me with my sleep schedule. Um, it takes, I, I ha- still haven't fully adjusted, um, where I'll wake up, set my, you know, I usually set my alarm for like 6.50, 7 a.m., and this past week I just had no interest in getting out of bed when that happens. And, you know, it's not like I've been you know, drinking from the night before or something. So it's, it's all, it's all that, you know, lack of sunlight in the morning, but I'll take it for, uh, you know, the sunlight later in the day. I'm a big proponent. I, I, you know, I was, I was proponenting, proponent noting for daylight savings time. P R O N O N O T I T I N G. I think to be a permanent fixture since long before, you know, these senators showed up, Joe Manchin and Dick Durbin, Ted Cruz. So I'm not saying like there should be a, you know, like a employee of the month kind of thing for me or a U.S. citizen of the month nomination for me, but I don't know, maybe. So that was St. Patrick's Day 2022. It was it was fun. Fun and flirty. Just a long day, but like some solid drinking. I got to see three different friend groups, which is awesome because I only really have like two friend groups. So that was cool. And uh, yeah, then we had some, uh, some March Madness playing games on Monday and Tuesday. And uh, those were fun. Watched most of those, and then uh, actually no Tuesday, Wednesday rather, and you know, made the bracket on Monday. Did a couple tweaks on Wednesday, and I guess we'll talk about March Madness now. It was uh, it, it was it was a strong performance yesterday in my bracket. I was fourteen out of sixteen. The only games I missed were obviously the Kentucky game, and I here's the thing: I had a premonition about this. Because I literally, and, and people who are in the family bracket can attest to this, I literally named the uh, family bracket this year, St. Peter's Fuck the World, 
thinking, oh, it's St. Peter's. They're playing Kentucky, who's like a very hot team, hot pick to you know, go to the Final Four, a team who I picked to win their region. And they say, I don't know, where is St. Peter's? I don't, I don't know. Pennsylvania? No, I think it's in Jersey, actually, which is pretty close to Pennsylvania on a map, historically. But yeah, Kentucky lost. So I missed that game, and then I missed the UConn game. UConn lost to uh, who? Richmond, the Spiders. The Spiders. So other than that, I was 14 or 16. So the thing was like, okay, I lost a Final Four team on the first day of the tournament, which is really shitty. But it's not like you pick a seven seed and they lose, and you lose that team on the first day, and you're like, oh gosh, and then you're you're pretty much fucked. I picked Kentucky. I think pretty much everyone I know, and I haven't looked at everyone's brackets, but like I feel like most people I'm playing with probably had the minimum in the Elite Eight. I think most people probably had them like either losing the Elite Eight or losing the Final Four to Gonzaga. Some people probably had them even you know beating Gonzaga. I don't know. But uh, it is a tale of two days. And I'm sure it is not always this way, but just in my mind, I feel like that's always how it goes. I feel like I usually do really well on day one, and day two has just been, it's been it's been rough. I mean, I had Alabama winning. They lost to Notre Dame, a playing team. I definitely had Virginia Tech beating Texas. That is not going to happen. They Texas is winning by 15 with six minutes left. Um, there's an, I lost another game. I had Loyola beating Ohio state and boy, Loyola just looked like trash. Uh, I had USC beating Miami. So I'm already, so this is going to be what, this is the eighth game of the day. In fact, I think what it was, I was three and one in the first four and I'm about to go one and three in the, in the second four of the day. Um, which is just really not bad or excuse me, not good at all. So, I think we need a strong finish to uh, the day here. We got eight more games coming on. Um, and uh, the the big next one is that, uh, let's see. Give me one second. We got Illinois coming up. And we're going to see, uh, see how they do. They're playing Chattanooga, the choo-choos. Uh, so the other big news, and oftentimes we will do a podcast, you know, completely dedicated to this day of. It was my birthday on Wednesday. I turned 27. It was a very low-key birthday. Uh, I woke up feeling cocky that I was going to get some sort of free food or drink item, especially from Dunkin', because I, I'm not, so I'm personally not big on the whole, like, you know, sign up for our rewards and order ahead on the app and yada, yada, yada. I don't have a Starbucks card. I don't have Arby's points. I'm not a Chick-fil-A ambassador. But I was like, Duncan, that's the one, that's literally the one and only like food app that I have on my smartphone. And the only reason for that is because like I frequently receive gift cards, excuse me, from family members, Christmas, not this birthday and otherwise Lent, you know, Columbus Day. Uh, and so I'm like, well, you know, you got to kind of store them on your phone. Oftentimes they'll be digital. So it's like you got to store them on your phone, use your phone to pay, whatever. It's easy. But I don't want to do that with a lot of apps because, one, I don't go to many places. And, two, I don't have phone storage. So... I was, I'm thinking, you know, because I've been reading about, like, birthday discounts, and I was, I was hearing that Dunkin', you get a free medium beverage. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm going to get, like, the most sugary, you know, a triple, triple pump uh, mocha hazelnut supreme grande, you know, triple chunk, quadruple dunk, and maybe even get some of that uh, guacamole toast. Because it just looks so dang appetizing. That's not what they call it. Avocado toast. <laughs> Guacamole toast is like avocado toast, but better. Okay? You got tomatoes, onions, garlic. Guacamole toast. So I was sorely disappointed. I sounded like Meredith Marks saying that. 
um, when uh, there was no no free deal, nothing on the app. I walked in, hey, say, you know, say, hey, you're free. It's my birthday. Here's my ID. No, no, sir. I was just like, okay, well, that's a little strange, a little weird. So I didn't get end up getting any uh, free things. No, uh, you know, Starbucks. No, you know, Burger King. You know, none of that. So that was that was too bad. And then it was just a busy work day. Um, had to, you know, I had multiple unplanned, unexpected meetings happen that ended up taking about ninety minutes out of my work day, which is just a lot for someone who works seven hours. So, yeah, that was it. Was that was a tough day? Uh, just just long, a lot of talking, a lot of chatting. Not to like friends and coworkers, but to you know strangers. So, uh, but then it was all it was all made better because then I got to see Rachel after, and uh, we went to Hibachi which is a kind of a neat little concept where you kind of like sit around this uh, stovetop. And uh, if you've seen the the, the uh, office Christmas scene from season four where they go to uh, whatever it's called, not P.F. Chang's, but I'll think of it later. They pick up the waitresses, bring them back to the office. It's that kind of thing where you're just kind of sitting there family style. And uh, had a Moscow mule, which is an Asian tradition. And Rachel had some shrimp. I had some chicken and fried rice and soup and uh, salad. You know, it's kind of like Olive Garden, which is where I was on my 21st birthday, along with White Castle, Stan's Donuts, and uh, Little Caesars. So we had hibachi. They shot uh, sake into your mouth. I never had sake before. It's, uh, it's apparently it's alcoholic. And they threw broccoli into my mouth. It was crazy. We were the only two people at the table. So this place was bumping. And then, uh, as, as previously promised on the show, we went to Wordle Live, which was at uh, Replay Lincoln Park, which I, was, I had to tell Rachel all about the 8-Bit Boys who you might remember from years ago, uh, my friends from music school formed a Nintendo cover band. And so back in, this was like 2019, they would uh, host Super Smash Brothers tournaments at Replay Lincoln Park where rather than having the volume on the television slash the game on, they would play the music of the level you were playing. So it was a lot of fun. So I told Rachel all about it. I took her to the back bar uh, to show her where they would play, where I would dance to hype up the crowd, all that good stuff. Um, And uh, it was Shrek-themed when we were there, so I got a great picture with Shrek. And so we played Word Alive. Okay, so to give you a rundown of what Word Alive is, because we didn't know before we played, and you probably wouldn't know. Uh, It was a little... I'm really glad we went because it was like a fun thing to do, but it was a little disappointing in that it's, it's purely a speed game. So I was thinking, you know, not really knowing what it was beforehand, I just kind of figured there's got to be some element of accuracy and speed combined, right? Like that's what it should be. I'm imagining, okay, let's, and I, I you know, you could refine it more than this, and I'm not a coder, but if I created this game, like a bar wordle game, Here's what I would do. You got your Wordle word, and everyone starts at the same time, and there's a counter going down from 60, and whatever, however many seconds it takes you to get, you get that amount of points. So, or however many seconds are left on the clock, you get that amount of points. So if you get in one second, you get 59 points for the solve. If you get it in, you know, 50 seconds, you get 10 points for the solve. If you don't get it in 60 seconds... You can still get points for the solve, but you won't get points from the time aspect. So that's the time half. And you'd have to, you know, I'm about to introduce the second half of this. You'd have to, you know, get the right balance of points and that sort of thing. But if you get it on the first guess, that's 100 points. You get it on the second guess, that's 80 points. Third guess, 60 points. Fourth guess, 40 points. Fifth guess, 20 points. Sixth and final guess, six point, or 10 points, let's say. 
Now, again, you have to balance it out. But I feel like that would be like a fair way to do it, right? And then you just do like 10 rounds, 10 words, and they should get from easy, they should go from easy to hard, okay? The first word could be like, um, I don't know, the first word could be like taken, okay? Pretty easy, T-A-K-E-N. The last word could be literally just something totally bizarre, like Q, Q-U-E-U-E. Okay, I think that would be a hell of a lot of fun. So now that you've experienced my vision for what Wordle Live should be, here's what it was. You're literally, oh God, Texas is just, poof, Virginia Tech, rest in peace. They're getting their asses absolutely demolished. Here's what, here's what Wordle Live was. Um, they give you a pin, you enter the pin into a website, and that takes you to a Wordle game. And from there, it's just the first person to get Wordle. You yell out Wordle, like bingo. So it it doesn't incorporate any elements of, like, the strategy of, like, well, there there's obviously some strategy of, like, oh, okay, there was a T in that one. I should probably try to have a T in the second one. But you can literally just go, like, fastest finger who wants to be a millionaire and guess, like, train, a do, you know, have, like, three. If If I knew this going into it, and maybe if we play again, I might honestly do this because I'm cutthroat with this stuff. I want the money. Um, you could have like three words in your mind where it's like you get amazing coverage. You could literally guess 15 out of 26 letters of the alphabet and leave out, you know, it, it, let's assume you're not going to have a Z or a Q or in most cases an X. Um so if you're let's let's just theoretically say you're leaving out those three, then after three guesses you've covered eighteen letters of the alphabet, and I think that puts you in pretty good shape out of twenty six. And then on your fourth guess, you know, do whatever you want. Guess a fifth time. Heck, guess a sixth time if you want. But it's basically just like it, no, not basically. It was who gets the right word first. You yell it out. You yell wordle, and then you get to go up to the front and claim your prize. So there's ten rounds. And we, we didn't know what really time-wise, what to expect going in. Well, we didn't know how many rounds it was. We didn't know anything about this. So Rachel had read online that it was like an hour, and then she called the the uh, the bar, and they were like, oh, sometimes it can go two hours. So we are like, boy, it's going to be a lot of Wordle when we were sitting down. It's scheduled to start at 7, so we get there, and it doesn't actually start till 7.15. The whole thing was done at 7.40. So... It was 25 minutes. It's literally, in case you're wondering what the flow was like, 10 rounds of Wordle, and it was just two. You, you, you play one round, someone gets it in five seconds. You play a second round, someone, you know, they you, you reset after each round for like 30 seconds, but then they start with a new word. You go, go, go. They took one like five-minute break, 10-minute break in the middle, and then you just finish, and that was it. So uh, I won like the third round, I think, and I made 25 bucks. And we put in, uh, it was, or, no, 20, 20 bucks or 20, I think it was 20 bucks. No, 25 actually. 25, uh, Rachel put in $40 for both of us for tickets, and that included two drinks. So all in all, you know, came closer to even, still, you know, came out a little, uh, whatever the opposite of on top is. But, uh, I mean, it was... It was fun. I mean, like, we both like Wordle, and so it was kind of a fun thing to do. It was also very stressful because they announce the pin, and you type it in. You're like, just go, go, go as fast as you can. And then they're honestly, like, I don't I don't think people are cheating. I think we just have slow phones or something. But there, there were at least two rounds, maybe three rounds, where as I was, like, seeing the letters end, like, they flip over, like, Wheel of Fortune or something, um, on my first word... Within another two to three seconds, someone had guessed it. And it's just like, I feel like those people were people who, as I was just like sort of referencing, those are probably people who like have played before, at least thought about this a lot and have like a very set strategy. Like you're going to do this. They probably, you know, run some alphabetical mathematical calculations in their head think like this is a strategy or 
let's try this first. And if that doesn't, you know, depending on how many grays we get, how many greens we get, you go to this word, like, you know, you could get really into this. So, I mean, it was fun. I'm glad we tried it. And I wouldn't be surprised if we tried it again because we realized it's not terribly difficult to, like, play for free because when you walk in, they're like, oh, did you register for Wordle online? And we were like, yeah. So they give you your drink tickets, which are cool. Like, drink tickets are good. But you can just say, like, oh, no, we're not playing. And then um, still sit down and just play and not have your drink tickets. Like, it would be pretty easy. So, anyways, uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, Just went home after that. Richard got some cupcakes. I haven't had a cupcake in a long time. And I still got two left in the fridge. Probably have one tonight after supper. Um, and then the the big birthday grand finale, which is very relevant to this show. Um, some of my siblings, in fact, all my siblings, I think, and their partners got uh, me a cameo from the governor himself, Mr. Uh, Rod Blagojevich, Governor Rod Blagojevich. And uh, if you're familiar, not familiar with cameo, it's basically celebrities just go on there. You can pay them. They send you a personalized video messages message. It's pretty simple. I've had a cameo before from Brian Scalabrini, uh, a bat, former basketball champion uh, for my podcast, from good friends of the show, uh, Ryan Austin, uh, Ligon, and Chris in English, who just moved into a new house this week, which is very exciting. So I'm familiar with the concept. But this was bizarre. And maybe I just don't have a good baseline for what a sort of regular cameo is like. But my cameo from Brian Scalabrini was, I don't know, 40 seconds, something like that. And very, like, straightforward. Like, I want to give a shout-out to the Bean Tom podcast. Quinn, you're killing it, man. You're doing amazing. You know, yada, yada, yada. I loved it. It was great. This was different. I'm not kidding around. Excuse me. And if you want the full cameo, I'm happy to, you know, spread it, share it. Uh, email us, Beantown Podcast at yahoo.com. Again, this Beantown Podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, and I will send it your way. You can also like us on uh, Twitter. We are at Beantown Cast. I am at White Buns with a Z. If you go to my Twitter these days, it's all March Madness. Although we haven't even finished the, the NFL news is crazy. Devontae Adams got traded to the Raiders. Sean Watson signed with the Browns. $230 million guaranteed, the largest guaranteed money in NFL history. Uh, so, like, and those are just like the two shockers in the last 24 hours. I can't even remember what else has happened. There's been a lot. But yeah, this, so to finish my thought on Blagojevich, I'm not kidding when I say it was, it was like actually 10 minutes. I don't know the exact time, but I think it was like a few seconds shy of 10 minutes. Cause at the end he's like, boy, about to hit 10 minutes here at the start. He's like, boy, your siblings and I wanted to tell you happy birthday. And you're like, okay, this is going to be normal. And then with very few interjections of like, we just want to wish you a happy birthday. This thing was 98% just him like off the wagon talking about, like, oh, I've, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time in prison and, you know, most cops are good cops, but uh, there's a lot of dirty cops. And uh, I read a lot of books in prison. If that's the, you know, if there's a good thing about prison, it's that you get to read a lot of books in prison. And, you know, at the end, he was getting into some more like Bible verses, like, may God bless you and keep you. And it was just like, I think that's just normal him now. I mean, he's always been like kind of like that, kind of like a political rambler. Loyal reference not intended. But this was just like what what is like what did prison do to your mind? You've always been kind of like a SOB, but this was it's like bizarre. I never met a human like this. It's almost I had this thought. It's basically imagine if Donald Trump was like a co- like put together coherent sentences and had a slightly less irritating voice that's pretty much what Blagojevich is yeah he thinks he thanked Trump many times as well which to be fair I mean I would too if it happened to me and Trump was the one who got me out of prison I don't blame him so it was just the most bizarre 10 minutes of my life 
I remember watching the first 30 seconds. I was like, oh, this is silly. This is fun. And the next three minutes, I was like, wow, this is a long one. Like, keep, you know, keep waiting for it to end. And then six minutes later, and you're like, I, I don't, like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, have another cupcake. Uh, maybe we have to finish watching this tomorrow. It was just kind of like, this is crazy. So, yeah, that was my message from Governor Rod Blagojevich. And I have since uh, I he's so I've, I've started following him on Twitter because I'm trying to get him on this show, as you all know. Hashtag free Blagojevich. He gave a shout out to the Bean Tom podcast, which I wasn't sure he was going to do. Uh, he gave a shout out to my fantasy football team from two years, three years ago, whatever. Free Blago. And boy, um, Illinois just airballed it to start the game. That's nice. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty much the birthday. And, oh, yeah, I follow him on Twitter. So I've been, he, he had a March Madness tweet. I commented on it like, hey, love to get you on the show. I also found, uh, like, a comment card, comment section part of his website. So I left a message there. So we're, we're, putting, we're, we're doing the, if you want a basketball term, we're doing the full court press on Blago just to have a fun guest to chat with. You know, we're just two Chicago boys. We crack some brewskis, hang out, have a good time. Maybe Patty will make a pot roast. My final thought here is how does Blagojevich must literally like, actually have nothing else going on? Because this was a 10-minute cameo. And he seemed like slightly disappointed that he was about to get cut off and had to stop recording. Like, I guess he's not doing anything else. I don't know. I guess I don't know, like, what would you do? I mean, he can't, Patty said he can't get back into politics or else she'll divorce him. Oh, God, I got the I got the shit stream going on the Illinois game again. I got to find a different one. We're doing time travel all over again. Woof. But that was my birthday. I want to thank everyone who wished me a happy birthday. It was fun. We had great weather. I wore shorts on Wednesday. It was great. Um, today, was, I got absolutely soaked on my afternoon walk. And that was my fault, but I just, like, Wanted to stretch my legs before the day ended. Uh, we got the Shamrock Shuffle on Sunday. Knock on wood. I have tried to run it twice in my life. Both times it has not happened. This is the third time it's happening. I'm going to go run to Grant Park tomorrow to get my packet. And uh, we'll have a good time. Looks like nice weather. So looking forward to a nice weekend. Not working at all. And uh, just trying to relax a little bit. Last weekend was... You know, the highs and lows of St. Patrick's Day is, you know, crazy. And then Sunday was mostly just, like, not moving much. But uh, this weekend, looking forward to just, like, having a fun weekend. So uh, that was that was my weekend review. I mean, but, boy, we had everything. You got the, the triumvirate of St. Patrick's Day, a little Batman uh, pre, pre-St. Patrick's Day, and then my birthday, and then Blagojevich. I mean, those are really the big three right there. Uh, I also want to just blast thought here uh, because I just remembered this and it's a little bit of a complaint, a big complaint, actually. You recall from last week's episode, I talked about some traditions, one being the fugitive, which I've not gotten to yet, but I will probably Monday or Tuesday when basketball is not on. I just don't think I can like sit down and turn it on for two hours and give it my undivided attention when there's so many great basketball games on. So I'll probably do it Monday or Tuesday. When or Wednesday, when there aren't basketball games on. It's a little late, but that's okay. But here's my big gripe. I also mentioned that once a year I get a Shamrock Shake. And so I thought on Wednesday I had a little bit of time before an afternoon meeting. I said, oh, that'll be great. I got back from my run. I showered up. I scurried over to the McDonald's to get my Shamrock Shake. They were out. It's like, okay, that's a bummer, but like, all right, whatever. It is what it is. So I'm on my walk today. I'm getting just drenched, and I'm thinking, God, I need to pick me up. So I pop into the McDonald's, and uh, no shamrock shakes. They're all out. So I guess we'll try one more time at some point, maybe this weekend. But it's like I don't really know. I don't really know, like, what. I understand that demand is high. It's right around St. Patrick's Day. But isn't the whole point of having shamrock shakes that you have them? This isn't like the, you know, holiday aisle at Hobby Lobby and you got to get there fast or like the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's McDonald's for God's sake. Like how how can you not have, you know, shamrock shakes? So anyways, it's uh 
it's uh, disappointing. I just want a little bit of that minty freshness. So we'll see, everyone. I want to thank you so much for listening. I want to thank our sponsors, Home Pride Oregon, Cuts by Q, and our good friends, the Samson Q2U series. I hope you're getting some nicer weather than we are right here today. Raining, 30s, not nice. But that's what I got for you. Happy Friday, happy weekend, happy St. Patrick's Day, happy birthday, all that good stuff. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, I will be back with you live next week with another hot installment. Uh, I guess we got the Oscars coming up. Is that our next weekend already? Boy, we're going to have to do a little bit of Oscar preview. I've seen two and a half of the movies, maybe one and a half. Everyone, thanks so much for listening. Let's get our outro music going. How far uh, we've fallen from Oscar glory. Used to be the big thing. Uh, Take care. I'll check in on you next time. Bye.